Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Unlimited Abundance with your host, myself, Polina Baragova. I am so honored to be back for this week's episode. First of all, if you're listening, well, either way you're listening, it's in May. So happy May. May is my birthday month, so I take May very seriously, and I'm really excited that it's officially May. It just feels... I don't know, something about that shift. I feel like we're, it's, we're headed into the summer months. It's just a really nice energy in the air. Although here in LA, it's been really cold. If you're in California, maybe you've noticed that too. Um, it's been particularly cold. So hopefully it'll start to warm up. But welcome back. There's so many exciting things to talk about. Um, and I just kind of want to hop on in. So just some quick announcements before we get inside. I always like to give these just kind of updates so you know what's coming up. Um, the first announcement is I started opening discovery calls. So I had uh, a lot of people reaching out to me who wanted to work one-to-one. As you know, uh, I've opened up more spots. I haven't opened up really any new spots since 2020. It opened a tiny bit in 2021, but I really rarely open new spots because I pretty much have an existing clientele and I didn't really have much room, but I really felt called to work with you guys one-to-one more. I, I love like having a personal connection. My clients, I know it sounds so cliche, but genuinely becomes so important to me. And like, I think of my clients and everything I do, and it really becomes like a genuine relationship. Um, and I really just want to open more spots. Um, so I also want, that's why I decided to open up discovery calls as well. So what a discovery call is, is essentially, if you're wanting to work with me, whether that's on business consulting, which is one end of my work, or you're wanting to work on more feminine embodiment, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Although we use a lot of, you know, similar principles, just a little bit of obviously a different focus. If we're doing in one session, we're doing like business strategy, planning, marketing, messaging, uh, you know, curating value, like we're really creating a strategy there. And then obviously in feminine embodiment, we're really doing more healing work, inner child work, repro- reprogramming. Um, and so all that kind of stuff, why I wanted to offer is a discovery calls because I was getting a lot of questions about what we do inside and really like particular people were seeing me paragraphs. I mean, like, this is what's going on. Can you help me? Blah, 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 blah. And it, take, it would just start taking so much of my time. Although I want to get back and, you know, read every really long paragraph or listen to 20 voice notes. It's kind of difficult on my end. So what a discovery call is, is I have, you could, I already have it on my schedule. I'll put a link in the keynotes. You can block out 15 minutes out of my schedule and we will talk and basically connect. And I'd love to hear, of course, what your intentions are, what your goals are in working with me. And I can share how I'm best able to serve you. For me, that's always my goal is to support you in the best way possible. So I love to hear what my client's intentions are. So I know how I can best show up for them. Um, and then if you end up, if we do end up considering continuing to work together like we end up being like okay let's you know like for a month or two months or however long um then that cost of the discovery call will be applied so it ends up being free obviously i has it's you know i have to charge for the discovery call otherwise people would just be (laughs) booking in and i would just be chatting with people all day so it's only for people who are obviously serious with work about working with me uh, because then the cost just goes directly so it ends up being complimentary it goes it um it gets subtracted from your sessions essentially like it'll go towards your session so Yes, I opened up spots usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for those 15-minute blocks uh, to chat. So if you wanted to connect with me, I would be so happy to connect with you. I'll have a link to my scheduling down below. Um, This week, I only have Wednesday, Thursday. So if you wanted to get in this week, I have some spots still left. Definitely book your session 
at the end of the day, I always say it's 15 minutes. And if there's, if you wanted to work with me in any capacity, then I would just be happy to answer any questions. And even if we don't end up working together, I'd be happy to provide, you know, the most value I can in those 15 minutes. So that's my first announcement that it's now in the scheduling system. Again, also makes it easier for me before, you know, you would book and then we'd find a day and time this way. It just makes it a little bit more streamlined for me. Um, that's my first announcement, which I'm really excited about because I don't know, maybe you've been listening to the podcast or maybe you just follow me in any capacity for however long and you thought about always working one-to-one with me, but you kind of wanted to connect first. I totally understand that. Sometimes we just want to know a little bit more information. We want to connect with the person and really kind of feel into them before we dive in. And I totally understand that. I also want to be sure that we are a fit because maybe some of your goals and intentions, what if we might not be a match, right? Um, You know, most of the time I feel like it's, it is quite aligned, but I'd just be happy to provide you with any clarity and insight that I can in that discovery call. So that's really, really exciting. That's something new. And then it was a little bit time sensitive. So that's why I wanted to get out for as well. This Thursday is the Art of Receiving Masterclass. So if you wanted to learn how to reconnect into that feminine space of receiving and kind of how to feel that balance of energy within yourself, how to kind of surrender into your desires and how to kind of live with more openness, we're going to be going deep into that, plus doing a lot of practices inside and tools you can take with you. That's going to be on May 4th, um, so 1 to 2.30 p.m. Pacific, but you do get the full replay, so don't worry about coming live. And I, if you have, you know, other responsibilities, obviously if you can come live, please do come live, but either way you get the full replay. So that's this Thursday. Um, so then those were kind of time sensitive. And then finally, and those are so many announcements, divinity is open. It's a new month. We have new ceremonies. Okay. So that's, that's all the announcements for today. Um, as we, as we start these podcasts, right. I was saying how I like to kind of talk about the astrology of the time and kind of what's going on. And we have like a big week as well. It's like a lot of shifts, which is really exciting. So I'm just going to highlight a few. And I'm going to highlight the most important, uh, which I find the two biggest things. Well, one, Pluto went retrograde today, but it's going to be retrograde uh, until October. So it's kind of a little bit of a longer transit. That's something I want to highlight. The next thing is that we had a lunar, full moon lunar eclipse this week as well on Friday. Um, I, depending obviously, obviously actually where you are in your times is, but I'm pretty sure in, in, in Pacific standard time, it's Friday. I'm pretty sure. And obviously if you listen to last week's episode, you might've heard a little bit about the solar eclipse, which is super, super powerful. I held a ceremony for that. So many of you guys joined. It was such a pleasure. It was like so fun and powerful and amazing. It was just, yeah, it was really incredible. Um, and now we have a full moon lunar eclipse. These, both of these astrological phenomenons only happen twice a year. And so eclipses in general, I've spoken about so, so, so much. So I like, don't want to repeat myself too much, but they basically bring this like very strong, powerful energy of transformation. They're kind of like a catalyst. They can create change and they catapult you into your highest timeline. Sometimes it's by bringing opportunities, opening doors. Sometimes it will, you know, kind of, it could be maybe even be a tower moment, but it really is different for every individual, of course. And you can look at your chart to kind of see how it affects you more, uh, affects you like in what area of your life or areas of your life. And like I said, we had a solar eclipse and now we have a lunar eclipse. And so, of course, I'm hosting a ceremony, duh. These only happen twice a year. Like any really big astrological event, I like this. I find so important to, for me to host the space to, for you guys to be able to access the energy. Obviously you can, you know, do your own thing, but I love hosting events around really big energies because it really allows people to experience a, like first receive a lot of clarity on what's going on in their lives. So people who come, I feel like it really 
allows you kind of under to understand what shifts are happening and why. Um, and most and secondly, right, to be able to like harness this kind of energy. So whether so that's why I love hosting ceremonies. But essentially, this kind of what around full moon lunar eclipses, what we'll see is themes that started around the solar eclipse. So if you look back to what day the solar eclipse was. Um, so think about like two weeks back from this upcoming Friday. So like not this last Friday, but the week before. So like, I mean, I can check my phone really quick so I can give you an accurate time frame. So I want to say, yeah, the 21st, around the 20th, if you look back to March, sorry, March, April 20th, that, that week, uh, even like the week of April 17th through the 21st, even that weekend, themes that started around then will come to start coming to like, you'll begin to see blossoms of them around this time so just like a traditional new moon in a full moon you would so you might just get more clarity like any change that occurred around then movement might start might start to happen around around there if that makes sense right so it's like if you start something new around that time you might be really progressing in that and you might really like shine whatever something new you started then if you like there a new relationship started around then it might grow significantly or if there's an ending that happened you might gain a lot of clarity and kind of gain the next steps like essentially it'll be like um a connection of the dots i should say from that new moon solar eclipse so that's kind of like the first energetic i want to speak about and the second energetic and obviously the deeper one is that it's really powerful space to release and let go and i think it's really funny right we i always kind of give this example inside a lot of my work saying like we're so obsessed with manifesting and always setting next intentions when so much of the time and it's also like a really big premise of feminine work and so much of the time it's not a lack of like intention or creation it's actually that the there are things that need to be let go of for that to come in or a case space needs to be created this is like such a huge theme i'm seeing in so many people's lives at the moment is that it's like there's a lack of space and a lack of receptivity this is why i feel like oh i've really heightened my work around feminine stuff because it's like way more than just like oh i'm just connected to my feminine pleasure like yes all those things are beautiful but it also really teaches you how to rebalance like that like equilibrium point in your life where you feel yeah like in harmony of action and receiving and i feel like the full moon lunar eclipse really highlights this where it's it's kind of an opportunity to create space to let go right to like make room and so it's a really powerful time for transformation. It's also in the sign of Scorpio, which takes it to like the next level. It's basically also a deep time for you to be honest about things that are hidden or in your subconscious that aren't serving you. So this is like the best example, like limiting beliefs, right? So like little things you tell yourself or stories you tell yourself or like these just it's just essentially the inner like landscape. Like think about your inner landscape and the way you engage with the world this full moon lunar eclipse is like what part of that is just not is not susceptible to what you're desiring so for example if you're wanting to be joyful but then every day you tell yourself that like you're not worthy of joy or all like i'm just giving an example right and it's like very subconscious very subtle like for example you get an idea to go do something joyful and then you talk yourself out of it it's subconscious right it's not like an active thing where you tell yourself like i'm not allowed to be joyful i think this is like the thing that people forget about subconscious patterns that it's like very subtle and it's like the inner voice quickly talking you out of something like for example you have an idea I know what this feeling is like you'll have a fun playful creative idea and then you'll talk yourself out of why 
you don't think that that's like you should you should you're like oh it's I don't know it's stupid or it's a waste of time like you start that's like what I mean by that subconscious lingualese like that little inner voice that is judging that like creative spark that's that limiting aspect right that's like that hidden aspect of the psyche and that's very much what will be influenced by this full moon in Scorpio it's like gives an opportunity to kind of refine refurbish that inner psyche or that inner landscape yeah to refurbish your psyche to refine your psyche is what I'm hearing it's like to go in and really be like start observing um just kind of like yeah the inner observing the inner dialogue and specific patterns you see like a pattern might be that like yeah you get a creative spark and then you talk yourself out of it or you really want to show up for something but then again like the, what what's the mental pattern like the biggest thing I tell people to look for is like look for mental patterns where you're about to do something like it's inspired and then there's some sort of block or with uh in situations or friendships if you're finding ways okay I can give like a personal example <laughs> I feel like those are always really great I find because I'm very sensitive, not sensitive, I guess sensitive is like, I know it's an overuser, but sensitive to like, whereas I feel like I can really empathetically feel what people are thinking or yeah, just like how they're, how they're feeling. Even if most people be like, oh, no, that person's fine. And I'm like, oh, I can feel exactly what they're thinking emotionally or what frequency they're at in a way of like how they're feeling. And before I would like, let's say I said something, like I would speak my whatever I thought and I could feel the other person was like kind of like offended. I feel like I would overthinking me like oh my god maybe I shouldn't say that blah 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 blah. and I would get in my head and be like was that rude was that you know people make memes about this like after an interaction you're like was that rude <laughs> should I have not said that like you just go into this deep like mental pattern and for me I've noticed like to, to for me a big thing is to snap out of that to be like I literally express myself the most authentic way and like I just can't and, and that's it like if that didn't resonate then th that that that's it essentially to not like go into mental spirals overthinking and dissecting things to where the point of like you're like wa wasting so much energy on that so for that for me is like a mental pattern because I can feel someone feels you know and like or yeah especially if I can feel someone's like offended or upset anyway but if it's like so subtle and for me it's like just letting go of that because like I, I can't control everyone around me's emotions and response and reactions and that's kind of like a, a just an example but it also could be like the other example I was telling you where like you'll have sparks or ideas and you'll quickly talk yourself out of them that's another thing that's I feel like kind of relevant as well is to like really like catch like catch that voice that stops you from taking action on that new idea like you get a spark or an idea and then like you have the energy and then like something comes in and like a dial like some inner like dialogue thought stops you from going to take action on that I feel like that's another thing a really powerful space like of course also to get rid of just like habits in your life people places situations like behaviors just things that you're like have for a while known that don't serve you it's a really good time to like finally pull the plug I guess like what I, I the example I'm getting such a random example like whenever I channel like I'm speaking I just get the most random examples I just have to give them and before same thing I used to doubt them and be like is this a stupid example but so many people love like my very light examples because they're like non-offensive and relatable but it's like someone who, for example, like the message I'm getting is like, or vision I'm getting is like someone who maybe had a group of friends who like didn't really serve them, for example, and were like not doing the activities they wanted to. And they've known that for a while. And maybe finally around this like full moon, you decide like, okay, I'm really going to prioritize myself. I'm going to say no to things that I don't want to do. I don't want to go to this thing. What is that? I want to go to the farmer's market. Instead, I want to have a self-care day, like to really essentially like to cut off engaging in like behaviors that are literally like in terms of a timeline getting you away from your 
path. Of course, you can never get away from your path in a way like you'll always be routed. But essentially, right, you know, that quote, like make decisions the future you would thank yourself for that kind of thing. It's like you're going to re start rerouting your actions into more alignment than disalignment, right, which is going to lead to just way more harmony in your life as well. So it's a very powerful full moon lunar eclipse. I'm like I said, if you want to join the ceremony, um, it's going to be on Saturday, the 6th from 12 to 1 30 PM Pacific. Same thing. If you cannot come live, don't worry. You get the full recording and I'll be sure to upload it right away as well. So in case you want to do it like same day Saturday, you just can't make it at that time. But like, let's say you can do it later Saturday or even Sunday. I'll make sure I upload it right after. Um, so you have that and there's two ways of coming. You can join Divinity, which is what most people do. It's my monthly membership where you get access to both ceremonies I host each month. So the next ceremony I'll be hosting this month will be on, I believe it's May 19th or 20th. It's a Saturday, that Saturday. So uh, May 20th and it's going to be a new moon in Taurus ceremony. So if you join Divinity, you'll get access to both of these ceremonies, both the recordings, both the edited audio um, guided meditation parts of them um for a really big chunk off so that's definitely what most people do if you know you're not going to come to both save yourself some money and do that otherwise you can come through a one-time ticket as well so you meaning you'll you have access to this ceremony the lunar eclipse ceremony and of course it's full recording and the guided audio as well so that's something i wanted to announce as well as mars moves into cancer on sunday so we are sorry not mars venus or is it oh my gosh why am i I have to ch- double check why is my it's like it's Mercury retrograde right now and usually my I like know off the top of my head exactly every like every little thing and now I'm I want to make sure Mar oh my gosh Venus okay yeah I knew I was like what am I talking about Venus enters Cancer uh, Venus obviously was not obviously but if you didn't know it was in Gemini and it still is in Gemini probably when you're listening to this. And so right now we're really loving communicating. We're really loving sharing ideas. We're really loving new things. We're really loving like socializing and sharing new things. Gemini also obviously like really loves fashion, beauty, art kind of vibe as well. So we've been really into that. You might have been really wanting to like express yourself and be connected and share. And also my natal placement is Venus and Gemini. So I like really feel it. And now on Sunday, on the 7th, May 7th, it will move, Venus will move into into um, Cancer. So it's going to be a much like more warm, feminine, cozy focus. So Venus, aka what we like, that planet, what we love. We're going to be way more focused on like our intimate partnerships, our intimate relationships, the home, feeling nurtured, feeling nourished. You'll probably have a really deep desire to reconnect with your feminine um to like be more be more inward like be more cozy yeah just like close connections coziness warmth safety emotional safety ease all those patterns will begin to be highlighted um this sunday like that will that will start which is really nice i think it's kind of a really nice energy with taurus season going on and then venus being in cancer i think it's very just like cozy home love hot chocolate baking brownies kind of energy And I'm really, really here for it. So that's just kind of a little summary of this week. Before we hop on in today's today's topic, I recorded the topic uh, a few days ago. So if you hear like a different voice change (laughs) by any chance, that's why. Let's hop on into today's topic. I wanted to dive into kind of in terms of a theme was to really kind of um, kind of continue on from what we spoke about last week. It's it's interconnected, but you don't necessarily have to have to have listened to last week's episode, although I do suggest it. Um, is to talk about that what that feminine embodiment 
is so like what what people forget is involved in it and what I mean by that is feminine embodiment at its core level is nervous system safety and regulation so I kind of really want to speak about this I think in general we're seeing a lot more people talk about nervous system regulation and safety and ease and I think we see people discuss it more in the trauma space right those of us who are trauma-informed um, kind of understand the importance of for someone to heal it's not enough for them to just talk about something it's not enough to just like logically understand or even journal although that is also very very helpful we really have to do things where the body can start to feel safe again but what people I feel like don't connect the dots and for me how what I've just been noticing in my work I do a lot of work with a lot of private sessions I work with a lot of you guys and if you're interested in working with me you can always check out the keynotes I have spots open for May if you wanted to schedule a session you're more than welcome to Uh, but what I find is through my approach and through finding really what works and what sticks I gain a lot of insight because my all my clients have gone to other people or therapists or various modalities I start seeing kind of like gaps in the space and one of the gaps in the space is really touching on safety and so what I mean by that is someone comes to me and they want to get more into their feminine they really want to heal from burnout they want to balance their hormonal well-being they want to like kind of live with more ease be able to like experience pleasure feel like more magnetic and radiant in their lives not just like drained and exhausted and burnt out always on the go 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 right oftentimes there's different things people bring them in usually it can be like burnout usually it can be just a desire to connect with their feminine it's so funny a lot of my business clients come to me because I offer two different services so one is feminine embodiment private session one is a business consulting or business focused session and eventually we all kind of still come back to the same principle of feeling feeling safe in the body right so that's like such a primary foundational thing and it's really not discussed enough in my opinion right if someone's coming to me and we're working on whatever it is whether we're working on like scaling their business or growing their business or creating a strategy for their business or a plan you know or if we're doing more feminine embodiment they want to reconnect and feel nourished and feel inspired in life it it's we have to come back to feeling safe because as we know this is kind of like old school but maslow's hierarchy of needs right In order for us to get into the mode of creation or creativity, we must feel safe. It really is like fertility. Our bodies are so wise. If you're a woman, if someone is very, very overly stressed, it'll be much more difficult for them to get pregnant because the body is so safe and it's like, oop, this environment is not safe for me to create or bring life into it. And so I'm not going to allow that to happen. And the same for creative projects or creative endeavors or just allowing our creative energy, aka that, which is really the feminine, right? That sacral chakra, sensuality, sexuality, sexual kind of energy to flow. It's not going to allow us to access that like kind of juicy energy that has the power to create because it doesn't feel safe. And there's lots of things that go into nervous system regulation. I think it's a very kind of layer topping. That's why I want to, I want to talk about it. So for example, when I work with one of my clients we go over a lot of things right so first of all it's an ongoing thing so most people I work with you know it's at least three to six months if not more usually more because 
it takes more than one hour to, you know, create shift and create change. So throughout the weeks, we kind of look at a lot of different layers and a lot of different elements. So of course, you know, we, I love just kind of, and I wouldn't call this generally traditional, but for my work, traditional practices of like looking at beliefs, looking at subconscious beliefs, you know, doing uh, various guided meditation, guided energetic practices, you know, just understanding history, piecing things together, like a lot of my general framework. But then a huge element is I go to like the just general pillars of well-being for that individual, right? And what are the general pillars? Well, it'd be nutrition and sleep and movement, right? So these are just like some things that seem so obvious or and lifestyle as well, that a lot of practitioners sometimes don't really look at and I feel like this is why and I feel like more naturopathic doctors look at this uh, but beginning to look at all these other things that could be influencing someone right so if someone's if someone's nutrition is really off balance and they're feeling you know their blood sugars consistently spike and they're feeling stressed and they're feeling anxious it's like the feminine embodiment work you know all the other stuff works as well right energy work breath work all these other practices I incorporate like traditionally more spiritual um, kind of practices but they have such a greater springboard and they're way more effective it's like you catapult them when the foundation is solid it's like you can do all these like it's kind of like the example if you've ever had a bad night's sleep it's like all the other things can be supported but they're not going to change for me I remember uh like a week and a half ago I barely slept one night. I don't know. I just could not sleep. And it didn't matter the next day if I took all my supplements or ate really well or moved my body or got sun. All those things, of course, helped. But one of the when the core foundational pillars are not looked at and kind of assisted, then the rest of our work can only go so far. And this is why I feel like in the kind of community uh, feminine embodiment and feminine energy and feminine work we like to focus very much on the visceral or the outer things which are really beautiful as well right the flowy dresses the self-pleasure like all of that stuff and I'm so 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 passionate about that like I think that that energy is so powerful and I in fact when you're listening to this I just would have hosted erotic drip on Sunday on the 30th which is essentially like it's combining like sensual movement with energy work. I first lead you through like a meditate meditative practice. Then I teach like a very basic, not basic, but like any level friendly little sequence that we do on the floor. You can wear sweatpants and socks. And it's just this like essentially I'm just giving you a framework to move sensually because if I were to tell you to just put on music and I'm like move sensually, it would have no structure and we know that the feminine needs structure and so I kind of create this little structure for you to flow through which feels so yummy and delicious for you to cultivate that feminine energy and at the end we lie down and I guide you through an energy work practice to direct that sensual energy towards a desire so as you can see it's like super powerful and I'm very passionate about that that's something I definitely incorporate it into all the things I host and into my work as a whole but I find that we want to focus on a lot of those like more shiny, exciting things and forget the pillars. And so recently I've been finding that with a lot of my clients that I'm working with that we're coming back to the pillars essentially. Um, we're like returning to those. So I'll begin to ask my clients just about actually their life in general, which I think some people might find like, I don't want to say invasive, but it's like your life influences you, right? We are doing day to day, your structures, who you're around. I'm like I'll ask my clients, right? Like, run me through a week in your life. Just this one question will give me so much clarity 
and insight into what might be going on it is wild I'm like okay like what's a Monday for you a Tuesday a Wednesday I can't even tell you like how many things click into place for me and just based off of me hearing your answers to that question how many shifts I can provide and how much guidance just from that question I can give you as a response or as feedback right you know, then I ask about relationships and friendships in my clients' lives just to paint a better picture, right? Because us feeling isolated and, or even disconnected, we might not even realize that we're feeling that way until we begin to trace behaviors back. So I'll start noticing specific behaviors that I usually find that come from a feeling of lack of fulfillment or disconnection, which in our society is very common. And so I will try to kind of trace those back and ask about friendships, relationships, community, you know, obviously familial life is a whole other thing, um, very influential as well. And we kind of start to paint a bigger picture. Then this is like throughout the weeks, you know, it's not always like in one session. Then we'll start even going into nutrition. Like, what are you eating? What times are you eating at? Because this is all, again, affecting how you're feeling in your body, but it's affecting your nervous system, right? Like I said before, you know, eating meals at incorrect times, well, can really disrupt your digestive process. It can lead to, you know, blood glucose spikes, depending on what you're eating. It can affect your sleep. And so these factors are then, these like pillars are affecting that whole individual's life, right? So if we're trying to have help them, I'm not trying to help someone embody this feminine energy or to feel safe or feel at ease and in flow. And then there's these things that are happening every single day that are barriers to that or disrupting that. It's important to address. It's not enough to keep working on the mindset. I think people really over focus on mindset, mindset, mindset. And yes, for some people, I think mindset's super important and you really have to change the way you look at the world if you want to see change. But then I think it's so important to integrate those changes and to feel them in the body, right? I feel like with most of my clients who come to me are very self-aware and reflective and introspective to a degree. And so it's usually not necessarily mindset we need to work on. It often can be a lot of subconscious things, a thousand percent, but it's usually embodiment work and it's usually correcting a lot of the pillars that are interfering and then kind of even like deeper, deeper work and discovering purpose for a lot of my clients. So it's like that next level and that next kind of phase, you could say, so to say. Um, And so we look at food, right? And then we'll kind of, I'm much, you know, I'll try to help them create changes and shifts that are going to improve that pillar then we'll look at sleep same thing it might be simple simple things to change it might be bigger things i might recommend specific supplementation or herbs right so it's the thing i posted on my story the other day is everything's very custom right it's not like you come to me and i just do the same thing on everyone and this is something that i myself love and is such a priority for me for everything to be really customized because I know for me if I go somewhere and I can feel someone's just doing the same thing that they do on everyone unless it's something like that's good that they do that like it needs to actually kind of all be uniform I like when people you know if you're going to go get a facial if they really analyze your skin for example and really customize everything to you like or you're going to somewhere else like it's I love customization I think it's so important because my clients are all so different. I have people from all over the world, different ages, different different everything in terms of demographics. And so one size does not fit all. And it's so important, I think, to really understand that, that one approach or one method that I feel like, oh, this works really well for 80% of the people. It doesn't mean it's going to work for my other 20%. And that's a big you know, lesson that I'm learning is to continue customizing, customizing, customizing to like every kind of degree and not just regurgitating. A lot of my clients come to me 
and they tell me that basically that where they were going before it felt like consistent same or similar regurgitated information i think that can happen when we discover as coaches or leaders you discover a method that works and you want to kind of put everyone on it but it's important to understand that a combination of different methods is what's going to work the best for every individual and so that's kind of just been like a huge another another layer to, to, to all to all of this right so then after you know we'll look at sleep and i'll really you know i'll suggest different supplements if i believe necessary or different changes or shifts you know then then we'll dive into friendships and relationships and this is over the weeks right so we begin to essentially like rebuild like you know you know freshen up the paint freshen up the speckling make it look fresh new and shiny we rebuild as we're doing other feminine practices, we're also simultaneously rebuilding the foundation. And this just leads to all of our other work being so much more effective. So then the feminine practice that we're doing now feel a thousand times more powerful because doing these practices when you're feeling a little bit off or exhausted or soggy minded or uneasy, yes, they're still going to be helpful, but imagine doing them when you feel well rested and aligned and energized and alive. Like, it's a different experience. And I just feel like this is something I really wanted to speak speak to because this is where I find the gap is, right? It's kind of like similar when you go to a doctor's office. They don't ask you about all these really crucial things like how is your life? Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? What are your routines like? You know, I feel like I've heard from my clients that most doctors don't even ask you like what you're eating. That is like one of the biggest influences, not the biggest influence on your health, aside, of course, stressors, environmental, environmental toxins, sure, other things may predispositions, but it's such a key and that's not even asked. And so I feel like we get really excited in, about feminine work, and, but sometimes we stay so much on the surface and people feel like they're not getting, I guess we want to call result as much as much result. They're like, I want to feel safe. I want to feel at ease. I'm doing these things, you know, but I'm not feeling like this breakthrough moment. And the breakthrough moment comes when we can really address that nervous system. That's when there's going to be a breakthrough moment. You'll just start noticing, wow, I genuinely feel like at ease throughout the whole day, or I feel inspired throughout the whole day, or I feel safe throughout throughout the whole day. And that's going to allow you to show up differently in different situations. It's going to allow you to engage with other people from a completely different mentality. Like, thinking about how you feel when you feel like aligned and well-rested and great in the way that you engage with the world and the actions you take or don't take versus how you show up when you're, I'm just looking at something like that. Uh, when you're stressed and anxious, how you're showing up, it's a very different kind of experience. I know even for me, I gave you that example of uh, like a week and a half ago, I really didn't sleep well. And then the following day, literally, I woke up and I just wanted to go to bed, essentially. So I'm just waiting for the day to be over. And reflecting back, it's so crazy because just living like that is so, <laughs> the word is just so unfulfilling, right? Like to just want to have your day be over. Like that, that that's a, it's just kind of wanting to, in a way, like just have life kind of, you know, move quicker. It's not the feeling that we want to have for an extended period of time and so this is why like nervous system work and rebuilding those pillars are going to actually help you embody the feminine aspect more it's going to allow you to access the things that you desire because so many of my clients are like i want to experience more pleasure or more joy or more radiance or receptivity or more magnetism and it's like all of those things are going to continue to are going to be so 
much easier to access and the results are gonna be so much more amplified once we address those pillars but i find that the i don't say the issue but what the missing puzzle piece is is that these ex spaces of expertise are separated so what i mean is like someone who's just just does feminine embodiment might not know then a lot about like hormonal well-being and nutrition and sleep and supplements and then that person who might know so much about health and well-being and supplementation might not know a lot about embodiment does that make sense so the dots aren't connecting because people are going usually to one or the other and so they're targeting the approach from one kind of from one angle right from a very like one one d kind of energy when we really need to bring those two together and so for me i've noticed that and that's why I've been kind of bringing both into my work, just like how years ago I started noticing that, you know, like business strategy and marketing and all that kind of stuff is much more powerful when it's done in combination with spiritual work and healing work and work around subconscious and belief and hypnosis and, you know, like in journaling and visualization, like it's much more powerful when those two are together. It's like rocket fuel when those two are together. Now this new phenomenon that I'm noticing is that same thing applies for kind of like feminine embodiment work that it also has to be connected with the pillars of feminine well-being, which is like, again, food, sleep, nutrition, movement. We didn't even get into movement so deeply, but, you know, a movement that nourishes the hormones and hormonal balance for someone who is like, really overwhelmed already has a lot of cortisol in their body i personally wouldn't recommend high intensity workouts to them i recommend more things that are more calming to the nervous system like yoga pilates stretches walking and other lower intensity workouts that still give you a great workout but are not going to create such a crazy rush inside the body because your body's already stressed to a degree and then you're doing this workout that's stressing out the body more which is it's a positive stress the workout but I wouldn't recommend that right for some of my clients who are more trying to kind of heal and restore heal their hormonal hormones restore everything to balance I wouldn't recommend that just like skin right if you're trying to heal your skin microbiome you're being really gentle you're using minimal stuff you're not going in and I've learned this from personal error you're not going in with all the acids and peels and active ingredients it's the same thing like when we're trying to restore things back to balance we kind of have to actually like simplify it to a degree um and so just things like this I feel like now a big project of mine it's like merging these the, the two worlds. I think for a while it was for me merging a lot of the business work with the spiritual work. And that's why I feel like um one of the first one of the first earlier courses that I taught this now a self-study course became such a bestseller and I've had the craziest feedback of people being this changed in my life and all this really cool these cool responses because it was a bridging of business and strategy and all the technical stuff, like deep technical stuff with feminine energy and energetics and it like took off and that was such a cool thing and I continued doing that you know like and I still do in my work I combine all the energy spirituality stuff with business but now that I'm really have a really great large focus on feminine embodiment as well I'm kind of like combining those like pillars of health and well-being with that too and like I said and those apply even in business sessions we go into that we go into usually quicker in feminine sessions because it kind of intertwines much much easier it's much more obvious to me right away that one of the pillars is off um when i'm just working on someone on a business strategy i don't necessarily it doesn't doesn't always come up right away to think about these those kind of pillars but, but eventually it does 
but still like kind of bridging those two worlds. And like I was saying, people are going go to like one, one way of thinking or the other way of thinking when we really need like a, a, a hybrid <laughs> of those two kind of ways. Um, and that's just been something I've really been noticing, right? And I spoke about uh, in last week's episode about how receiving or getting in the energy of receiving or allowing requires your nervous system to feel safe and why it's like such a deep work like literally it's called it's why it is an art and like why I as you know I um you might know if you listen to the episode I'm hosting a master class on May 4th called the art of receiving because it really is essentially rewiring reprogramming your nervous system to feel safe and allowing to feel safe in receiving it's not as easy as like one two three it really is this kind of um layered thing and that it's not as it's so easy for so many people right they i have some people who are like yeah i just allow receive like it just is, it doesn't just happen like logically yes they desire that people desire that but it's not it's hard to embody should I say right and so kind of I wanted to end this episode off um just as a general refresher for you as well if you feel like you know the things that you've been doing in terms of like feminine embodiment haven't been clicking or it's hard for you to get into ease or flow all these kind of feminine aspects to go to the foundational things in your life go to movement nutrition sleep community like going to those aspects and seeing where which of those pillars are stable and which of them could maybe be refined a little bit because just going to allow the other outside work that you do other inner work that you do become so 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 much more powerful also like I said two little announcements um if you're listening to this then it's this week um the art of receiving masterclass is on Thursday May 4th I would love to have you inside I'm going to be not only speaking a lot about just in general magnetism uh, balance of feminine and masculine kind of within ourselves more so um how to step into receiving allowing we're going to be guiding through many practices on your nervous system to get you into allowing how to sense your own energy uh, how to expand your aura, just how to create magnetism, plus other tools to essentially throughout the day, even tools and practices to shift you back into receiving energy. It's really powerful. Even if you cannot come live, you will receive a full replay. So don't worry, full recording is included. And additionally, I'll be editing the audio of all the practices and sending that to you separately as well. So not only will you have like the full recording, even if you come live, but you'll have all the snippets of audio from all the guided practices that we do. So you essentially have this little toolkit. So as you move through life, as you move through your weeks in the morning, in the evening, middle of the day, if you want to do any of the practices, you get to keep that and you can use that at any point. So definitely something you want to come, you want to join because you'll basically, even if, like I said, you can't come live, you'll still get, you'll get it. So many people message me after a masterclass, like, I'm still live, can I have access? And it's like, I always say, just grab your spot earlier because the recording is included anyway. So it's like, you, you don't even have to consider, ideally come live, I would love to have you live, but when you grab your spot, you know you're going to get everything from that Um event essentially thank you so much for listening if this podcast has ever inspired or uplifted or supported you in any way please be sure to rate like and subscribe be sure to give this podcast a rating five stars you know what it is you know how you get out of an uber they're like five star <laughs> i'm like five star um if you feel like someone would really benefit from listening to this podcast send this podcast to your friend to your aunt your uncle your babysitter your dentist your chiropractor your acupuncturist your dog sitter your groomer 
your lash extension specialist, your Botox lady. I'm kidding. <laughs> Send it to anyone who you feel like would benefit from it. Send me a like. And if you're still listening all the way at the end, be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can repost and connect with you. Repost you, you on my story. All right, okie dokie. So much love to you. And I will see you next week on Unlimited Abundance.